1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. And now it's all about modern dating in this time of social distancing. Hi, Julie. Hi. We're social distanced right now. We are <laughs> such good kids, aren't we? We have not seen each other, but we have seen a lot of each other over video chat.
0: Yep. I feel like that's life now. I feel like I'm just, you know what? Somehow I feel like my days are actually pretty packed. I'm like, why do I not have more time to be doing stuff? And I'm like, because I'm constantly on video chats or phone calls. Isn't it so exhausting? (laughs) It's really wonderful because I feel like a lot of people have wanted to like reconnect. Yeah, like some of my friends from college have put together like kind of like a weekly Zoom happy hour, which is nice, but it's. I find it a little hard when there's like eight plus people on there. I don't know if you've experienced that.
1: No, I think that's the most annoying thing. I won't <laughs> join a Zoom thing for any anything over four people because it yeah. just becomes this like ping, ping pong back and forth of – this person's saying something and someone like has a child in the background running around and I'm like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. It gets really yeah, you're like talking over
0: each other. You're like, wait, what did you say? Oh, my connections out. Yeah. Yeah. But the sentiment is there, which I appreciate. And that's why I'm like, Oh, I, I want to go because of that. But I think that I agree. The best ones are like four to five people.
1: Yeah. And it has to be some sort of structure. And I hate to say that for a friend's gathering, but I feel like there needs to be like a focal topic or something, you know, <laughs> like this week, we're going to talk about what we made for dinner or something because otherwise it's just all over the board. You know what the one that you and I did with two of our friends, mm-hmm. um, that was
0: really fun. Yeah. Because I think you actually had to leave a little early on that one. But we I mean, it felt really structured even when you were there. It wasn't like structured, like let's organize but it was like more topical we were just like in a discussion more mm-hmm. but then after you left we played this super fun game
1: mm-hmm.
0: like because we didn't all know each other um, as much in our like 20s and early 30s so it was like let's throw out a random age and tell us about like who was kind of like a prominent person of your love life and then like where were you at that stage of life yeah it that's was such so a great fun.
1: game because it so fun. helps you get to know each other but also it's a great bonding experience too. That's a great prompt. I think Zoom needs to come out with some prompts for yeah. these video chats. Otherwise it's just a lot of hey, yeah. how's it going? It's like Bumble.
0: They need like they need to pick up Bumble's prompts and use that.
1: Oh did you see Hinge introduced a video thing now? Did notice
0: that they have something that you can like basically say when you're ready to date from home. Yes. Like it's like a prompt within yes. Okay, so maybe a prompts video. I haven't tried it myself, but I've got, I've seen the prompt.
1: And if you maybe both like... say yes, then you're able to connect. But if one person says yes and the other one says no, then you don't. You don't. Connect. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. I love that.
1: It's a great. I mean, they really moved fast on that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, like just a shout out to their. I think this is my like inner design geek coming out, but I just love their logo that they made of like the H and the
1: I separated Super from
2: the image.
0: <laughs>
1: it's great branding classic hinge is on it not sponsored (laughs) just uh, to be clear but we are sponsored we are sponsored this episode is absolutely sponsored and i think we should just talk about them now
0: yeah let's do it and then we can move on with the episode cool so you guys have probably heard us talk about empower for the last couple weeks And we're super excited they're a sponsor right now because like what better time is there to have like an awesome mobile banking app that helps you do autosave. Basically, you just tell the app your weekly savings target and every day Empower studies your income and spending and they know the right time to move that money. I think especially right now too, a lot of us are saving money in the sense that we're not going out as much or using Lyft and Uber to get around. So it almost can feel like nothing's actually being taken from you. And you'll be able to do this and by the end of this, hopefully have a little more saved up because the reality is once we come back from this, like it's going to continue to become challenging financial times. So yeah, definitely check out Empower. You, you can download Empower on the App Store or Play Store. And for listeners of Dateable, you can also get $5 when you use the offer code Datable. That's D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E can visit empower.me slash datable for more details.
1: I love a free money. Yes. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> but something else that's probably on your mind is how do I kill all this free time that I have now? And this episode is also brought to you by Best Fiends. So talk about serendipity. I remember I was searching for the best mobile games to play during this time of social distancing. And this game Best Fiends kept popping up on the best of list. And soon after they expressed interest in supporting Datable. So I was like, yes, this game, it's free to download. And I'm absolutely and happily obsessed with it. The game basically takes you through a series of challenging puzzles that are fun, but also engage your brain which is good. I like that it's a casual game because I'm not a gamer and I can play during any amount of downtime that I have. And by the way, I'm on level 50 if you're wondering, and oh, I love that they update the game monthly with new levels and events, so it never gets old. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Download it. We can play together. Cool. Back on topic to our Love is Blind experiment, which we started last week where we matched up one bachelor with three bachelorettes and they all spoke on the phone uh, for 30 minutes each day for three days straight And the contestants, I hate calling them contestants, but our subjects were Ryan. Subjects is so much better. Is that better? Our main main bachelor, his name is Ryan. And then we had uh, Rachel, Lacey, and Taylor as the women that he spoke to. And where we left off on the episode last week was Ryan was about to make a decision on who of the three he wanted to meet up in person for a date.
0: Yeah, we didn't make him propose like love is blind. (laughs) Not yet. I think it's already been really fascinating to hear the differences of our experiment versus the love is blind one because obviously love is blind is for tv and ours is a real world experience a little more yeah really excited to hear what actually came from it
1: and what we did was in the last week we've been polling on all of our social media channels who you think ryan will pick for a date and there was one (laughs) clear winner and it was taylor hands down taylor i think she got 98 percent of the votes Oh, oh yeah And yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of, we got a lot of feedback saying Taylor's definitely the best fit because it seemed like they had a deep connection. And it also seemed like they really enjoyed each other's company. It seemed that there was depth to their connection. And also, he kept saying she seemed very attractive. So, he, so it, it, it seemed like all the arrows are pointing to Taylor. And she also shared the sentiments, too.
0: I felt like of all the three, she seemed the most excited to meet him, like for their connection. But you know, anything's on the table, so I guess we'll find out, right? Should we hear
1: from Ryan? Who did he pick? Let's do it. All right. Ryan, your turn.
2: <laughs>
1: Ryan, we've talked to all the women now. Very interesting impressions of just both ways, of their impressions of you, your impressions of them. But... At the end of it all, it's really about who did you feel the most connection with that you want to meet in real life?
3: So I've I've thought about this a lot. And uh, um, I think it was uh, very different connections. But at this stage, very similar level. You know, I think I'm going to go with Lacey.
4: Lacey! (gasps) Really? Why? Tell us Uh, more.
3: So I think the the real uh, difference there is that I date within my social circles, very reluctantly, casual date. If I am like head over heels for somebody, I will totally go for them in my social circle, right? But if I am like undecided, you know, I am very reluctant, very cautious there. Both of the other girls are connected to you guys. So that puts them in my extended social circle. That makes me a little more conservative there, a little more reluctant. So that's kind of the deciding factor for me.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah, I had to dig deep to figure out how I was going to differentiate there.
0: If there was no connection, would your decision change?
3: Possibly, but it'd be a coin flip. They were all really great girls. I really enjoyed talking to all of them. Um, We didn't have enough time to like find that one thing that was kind of like that soul connection or something like that. But yeah, after 90 minutes, or I guess probably maybe maybe 115 minutes, you know. (laughs) Talked a little bit later Who's that last counting. Day. You know, it just wasn't enough to uh, differentiate, oh, yeah, here's where my heart is. You know, I think if one of them were a jerk or we had had a bad interaction or something, I think that would have totally changed things, right?
0: I feel like yeah. we both had our money on Taylor.
3: I figured that. I figured <laughs> that. You know, when I thought about Lacey, the one word I used to summer up, it's just fun, right? And I think that it'll be a really easygoing, like, we'll go out, we'll have a drink, we'll have some laughs you know, and it will be a really pleasant experience. And that's great for a first interaction. So that's a very low risk, likely a high return there, just thinking about it analytically. I think the interactions with any of them would be positive. You know, I think for Taylor, her time is something that is also part of my calculation. You know, mm-hmm. I think she's in a different place. I think that, you know, I should be very thoughtful about that.
0: A different place, how?
3: I think that for me, this interaction can be anything more on that level as a first interaction coming off of what the... amount of interaction i've had with them right i'm looking for something very low risk right and i think for taylor her time is probably a little bit more valuable right um given where i think she's at in the dating game and i think that she might be a little less interested in having that sort of less engaged interaction um and for me like i i'm near the end game and so like i am still like i'm really focused and you know i don't want to waste anyone's time you know since again like these are three really great women um who I had great times talking to. But I'm not, you know, heart struck over any of them yet.
0: You mentioned though that you thought Lacey was in a different stage of life than you a little. And that you yeah, yeah. and Taylor were maybe more compatible. I'm just curious why you're going that direction over the person that you thought you might have had that more compatible life stage with.
3: Well, you know, I think that's important. Life stage is you guys have to want the same things, right? But at the same time, I think wanting the same things and fit are very different things. There are a lot of people, you know, in my life stage are, who want the same things as me, but they would totally wouldn't be a fit for a number of reasons, right? So, those are very different things. Let's not confuse them. And uh, someone could be in a totally different life stage, but if it's the right fit, you guys will align. So, I don't, I don't like to over, overly weight that. Um, so, I, I look at that more so than I look at whether, you know, whatever stage a person's in, I'm more like, do I fit with them? And, like I said, I, the fit between Lacey and, and Taylor, you know, I think they're both a great fit. So, then it becomes other factors, right? <laughs> yeah, I probably think of this in a really weird way. So, it's a very
0: interesting uh, thought process. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I know. I'm a weirdo. So, I feel very vulnerable sharing all this internal talk. <laughs>
1: Hey, yeah. your truth is your truth. Exactly. We're not judging. We just want to get right. to know you better
3: and get exactly. to know your thought
1: process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, would you like to call Lacey herself, put her on speakerphone, and ask her out?
3: Okay, here we go. Hello? Hey, Lacey. How you living? It's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How, is that, uh, how was What's the skiing? It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah? Are you back yet or are you still out there? I got back.
2: Yesterday there
3: was a big storm coming in, so we uh, came back early. Oh, okay. Oh, that sucks. Well, that sucks. But hopefully, I have some good news. I'd really like to take you on a date, get to know you better. Yeah. Yeah, you want to do it? Yeah, I'm down. Cool, 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 cool. Um, by the way, we have you here on datable like, live, <laughs> me asking you out. So this is hopefully this isn't too much of a surprise. I hope they like prepped you for that. But I guess we're going to be like all over the airwaves now. <laughs> Of God. <laughs> yeah. Small things have famous beginnings. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Well,
2: yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it.
3: <laughs> tight, tight, tight. Um, should we go on with our conversation here, or should we do that somewhere else? You guys
1: could take,
0: take it. You off guys line. take it from here. We'll get off okay. the
2: phone.
3: Okay. Awesome. Uh, Lacey, I will call you back some more later, and um, we'll figure it out from there.
2: All right. Sounds
3: good. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye
0: all right Yay! we got a match (laughs) (laughs) very exciting i cannot wait to hear about
1: your date okay i'm excited okay go make some plans
3: okay cool beans yay
1: can't wait bye 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 okay you were right julie he picked (laughs) lacy (laughs) <laughs> nice job. I was really rooting for Taylor, but I can totally see why he picked Lacey. I was secretly rooting for Taylor, too, because of the deep connection. But I don't know why. No, you were secretly rooting for Rachel. Yeah, don't that's lie. true.
0: That's true. But you know what? Going in, you and I both thought it was going to be Lacey. We had a sure. hunch about that for whatever Based reason. Based on looks and personality alone. Yes. But they yes. ironically didn't see looks. But the personality, I guess, did end up shining through.
1: Yeah. So Ryan picked Lacey and. They did end up going on a date. Six feet away. Six feet away. Despite <laughs> us giving them the advice of not meeting in person, they still decided to meet IRL. And they met at a park, but we we told them not to and they did it. So we did our part, Julie. I don't feel as bad. In defense
0: to them, this was recorded probably like a month ago. It wasn't as bad as it is now, but... It wasn't the lockdown yet. Yes. It was like on the cusp but of the lockdown. It was like the day before yeah, the lockdown. Basically. Exactly. Like, so they like just got in. But I agree. We were like, you guys could do a Zoom date. Like, that's totally cool. And they were like, no, yeah, we want like, to meet nope, in person. So... Nope. You know, they did go to a public place, so that at least was positive, but I agree. Um, We did our
1: part, okay? (laughs) We don't condone this kind of behavior, but these two kids, they just had to meet in real life. And this is what Lacey had to say about the date. Lacey, Lacey, Lacey. Wow. When we first set you up on a date with Ryan, we did not expect this COVID nineteen pandemic to happen. <laughs> but um how timely is that? <laughs> so Great timing.
0: I can't believe it's been a week since we've talked to you. It feels like a year has gone by.
1: Has so really much has happened week? in the last week. Yes. Yeah. Oh, feels like a month.
4: It really, it really
1: does. does. <laughs> Well, let's start with that phone call from Ryan first, because we were Julie and I were both on the call as well when he asked mm. you out. What were some of the thoughts that were going through your mind? Um,
4: so I actually didn't realize it was him at first. I didn't have the number stored and I didn't recognize it <laughs> because I was in my car. So I came with my car play. So I had no idea that it was that call coming in. I should have because I just talked to you guys not too long before, and you kind of told me to wait for a call but I guess it was it came a little sooner than I expected um so it, it was kind of caught me off guard because I was going to pick up my dog from doggy daycare so I was like hopefully the audio is good was actually my first thought which is bizarre but it, it, I was I was surprised honestly I didn't expect to be the one that he chose I guess so it was it was exciting and I, I knew you guys were
0: listening though so I just <laughs> So I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Why did you think that you weren't going to be the one that was chosen? I don't know. You just never
4: know what to expect from these things, you know, mm-hmm. like, and there's so much you know, you don't know who the other people are, who else he's talking to, how he feels about um, anybody else that he's talking to. And it's not like something that I was asking him throughout, right? We were just having normal conversations. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, I guess you never think that you're gonna be the one.
1: But then you were (laughs) the one and you two met up. Tell us about the date where you actually met up in the era of COVID-19.
0: I feel like this was, like, right before things got, like, really bad with shelter. <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys, like, sit on, like, blankets, like, really far away from each other?
1: <laughs> like, how did this go down? Yeah.
4: You know, uh, we had a string and two cups. and We just talked through it. Six <laughs> feet <foot> apart. <laughs> Were you guys texting
1: each other at the same park? Yeah. You know, we just
4: waved from across the park. No. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> it had an interesting start to the date because... I live right by the park that we went to. Essentially, the park is my backyard. So, and I have easy parking because I'm in a residential part of it. So I was like, Mm -hmm. just park in front of my house so you can find parking since there is no parking because nobody's leaving their house right now. So all the spots are taken. So I was just like, just park in front of my house. And I thought he would just like text me and let me know when he was here and I would go out and meet him. But He like actually came and like knocked on the door. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of caught off guard by that. And I opened the door and my puppy ran out. just bolted because he saw another dog like walking in front of my house and it literally took 30 minutes to get my dog. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like in a full on sprint trying to catch my dog from going into the road. Like I barely said
0: <laughs> hi to Ryan. It was. Just- were you like not <laughs> even able to like digest what he even looked like? Because you were so focused yeah, no, on your dog. <laughs>
4: I wasn't because I was like, oh, my God, my dog is going to run to the middle of the road. And he is like so fast, it's impossible to catch him. So uh, this
0: crazy puppy <laughs> made
4: it. <laughs> a very interesting start to the date. Uh, so that was quite the icebreaker.
0: <laughs> so after you got over that, what did you think of him? Like what? I, I know you told us what you thought he looked like. And if you remember, was so really, wrong. Was, was it
1: so like- wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Tell us so more. wrong. Oh, my what God. What were you wrong about? Literally so everything. Wrong.
2: Everything.
4: Okay. Please give us the play by play. So what did I say? I said I thought he was, like, really tall and, like, white or half Asian for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> definitely learned to not trust my gut based on people's voices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely learned And also you learned.
1: said he didn't seem like he'd be, like, that sporty athletic type either. Yeah, no. And, and, and
0: African-American. Uh, yeah. I remember you saying that was your type. That's yeah. who he is, basically. <laughs>
4: Right. I was like, yeah, I like like black athletes essentially is what I said. And then what is he?
0: Guess <laughs> who shows up at your door? Guess who
4: shows <laughs> my door.
1: Well, what do you think? First impressions.
4: Um, so I mean I was pleasantly surprised by that. Uh and he he was very like understanding and kind about the whole dog situation. So <laughs> you never know how someone would react to that. It's never a situation that you kind of would expect going on a blind date and your puppy trying to run away. Right. Um, but yeah, he was, you know, very cool about it and then we got out to the park and it was just you know fun conversation it's always been easy to talk to him there's never like awkward moments or like what am I gonna say next kind of
0: flows did you feel like it followed kind of the same candor that you had on the phone or was it different in real life I felt like it was pretty similar
4: because we got to a point where it was very just like easy and comfortable to talk on the phone. So I think it like took a little bit to get back to that level of comfort, right? Because you're just Mm -hmm. like reintroducing like a a new part of the person by meeting them in real life. And I think I was a little stressed out from chasing my dog. Uh, So maybe (laughs) that was it as well. So (laughs) once the adrenaline subsided from that and maybe the wine kicked in a little bit, it just was... (laughs) You know, just like it was. Uh,
1: Wait, when when did the wine come into play? Is, <laughs>
4: did you bring wine
1: to the park? Well, I think I missed uh, that part. No, I was
4: chugging it before the date. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. That's the that. puppy running away. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We'll burn off that wine pretty quickly. Uh, so we went out to the park. We took a blanket out and just laid out the blanket and cracked open the wine and started talking. So it.
1: So were oh. you guys
0: six feet apart?
1: <laughs> Def- definitely. I'm going to say yes. definitely not. <laughs> She's like, yes, mom, we were, I swear. But what did you, th- like, physically, what were some of your first impressions of him? I mean,
4: I guess at first it was just, like, surprise because it was different than what I expected. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, was, I thought he was good looking. Like, there was, like, a level of attraction when I first met and- him. And did you two communicate this to each other, what you thought you looked like versus what you look like in reality? Uh, Yeah, I actually like brought it up and
4: (laughs) said that like he looked totally different than I expected. So then we got into that conversation, um, which was pretty funny.
0: I think it's interesting too, because you guys said like on three calls, like you said that you had fun on those calls, but you were kind of like if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I can take it or leave it. How did Mm -hmm. you feel after this date? Like, did you guys have, like, deeper conversations? Like, what did you talk about?
4: Yeah, we definitely got to know each other a little better. Um, It was just kind of casual conversations, kind of talking about, like, what we expected from the experience, right, and just kind of how, like, crazy it was, blah, blah, blah. But then we – I forget how it came up, but we started doing this competition of, like, telling – Just stories and like the most ridiculous story somehow won something, but I forget (laughs) what the prize was because we never really finished. We just kind of got into this whole like saga of telling these ridiculous travel stories, which was interesting because you learn a lot about a person, their experiences and where they've been and just how they react to like different situations. And yeah, so it it was just pretty much storytelling and just getting to know each other on a deeper level, I
1: guess. That sounds fun. (laughs) Who, Who brought the wine? uh he did well, and the sense. blanket too yes oh okay so he had this pre-planned so throughout how long did this date last for um he came over i guess at like 6 or six thirty, and i think left at like 9 or 10 oh okay so a good amount of time and did any feelings progress throughout the three or four hours you were together If you mean, like, feelings progress by, like, did I, like, fall for him
4: more? I I think it's more so it progressed in the sense that we got to know each other more um, and, like, started to connect on a different level. Okay.
1: What is that different level?
4: Do you just get to know somebody, you know, a... A less superficial level mm. right Than just like what do you like to do on the weekends and, and yeah. that kind of stuff it's just you kind of learn more about the person and then also when you guys like see them talk in person they're, they're like mannerisms and like what they get how they react to things and it's mm-hmm. just it's just different in person than than on the phone
0: so I feel like this date was like right on the cusp of shit really hitting the fan with COVID-19 yeah. <laughs> I guess <Yeah>. two-part question what <laughs> have you seen him again Or if not, have you guys talked again, like further after this?
4: Yeah, so uh, we've been talking um, on the phone, I think once or twice. And then like, just like texting um, casually throughout the days.
0: Would you be open to doing Zoom dates with him? Or like, what is your thought?
4: Yeah, I'm open to it. Maybe more like FaceTime or something. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. on FaceTime.
1: So you're open to having another virtual date with him. Once the lockdown gets lifted, are you interested in seeing him again in person? I'd be open to it, yeah. Is there a little hesitation in that? Or is it just more like, <laughs> oh, we'll see where things go? I guess I'm not getting a yeah. clear picture of how you feel about Ryan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I like Ryan. Um, am I like, and I think I had said this on the, on the first interview, am I like head over heels, like giddy, for him no but do i like him and would i like to get to know him more and am i open to seeing him and yeah did
1: you like him more after seeing him i think so yeah and okay.
0: this is also a two part question given the situation <laughs> one did you guys kiss or two would you have kissed if covid-19 was not happening <laughs>
1: I knew this question was going to (laughs) happen. And three, if you don't want to get arrested, just wink and let us know if you kissed or not. (laughs) Um,
4: Is that against the law right now? I don't think it's against the law. (laughs) you are not gonna get arrested <laughs> yet. Yes. I actually think it might be a misdemeanor. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, we did.
0: Oh, well. and how was <laughs>
4: that? Well, left out the best detail of the date. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was fine. So it was, it was definitely a different scenario than I would allow to happen on the first date, given the situation because it got really cold outside in the park and because I was like so hot from chasing my dog I didn't like bring <laughs> a thick jacket <laughs> mm. so I got like real cold and then since I live like right by the park we ended up coming back to my house and like watching a movie got
1: on it. the couch oh. oh okay
4: so that probably like sent signals that I wouldn't want to send on like a first date yeah but why did you feel comfortable to do that with Ryan? I mean, not that I should trust my gut after my, <laughs> what I thought he would like look like and everything after <laughs> the, uh, after the phone calls, but I, I felt trust for him um, mm-hmm. off the bat, um, and if he did anything bad i could just blast him on the podcast
0: essentially (laughs) that's like the built-in trust
4: mechanism and he knows what's happening we know where he lives plus i live with three guys so if anything did go wrong you know just oh yeah (laughs) he's fucked basically
1: so then after the kiss during the kiss any any vagina tingles i mean come on
4: Give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, kind of like I was saying that it probably gave off signals that I wouldn't want to on the first date. I think he was like a little presumptuous in where I wanted to take it. So um, hmm. I think it tri- in, in he tried a little, uh, just move a little faster than oh, I would okay. have wanted to on the first date. So
0: um, did it go beyond kissing?
1: I didn't out- it let it. I did okay. not let it. But um, he tried. Right. I got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then what was his response to that? I mean he was like respectful about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Well that's okay. important, of course. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then how did the date end?
4: Well, we ordered Thai food because I was really hungry. And he went in, like to his car and took like a carb pill to like take before he ate the Thai food. I guess he's like not someone that eats carbs a lot.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, a like carb a- pill? I didn't carp know there pill. was a carp. What is? Well, me yeah, neither. we're gonna have to do know, know, follow, follow up, up with him on that. Yeah, <laughs> different it. episode. <laughs> I told him I was gonna calm
0: out about it. But <laughs> <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Give me five. I gotta go take my carb pill. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Essentially, yes. (laughs) I guess it's different than taking a Viagra. Yeah. It's It's, it's better. Yeah.
4: Hopefully, it wasn't that. Yeah, exactly. Carb pill. uh... Carb pill. (laughs) pill. Is that what they call it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we like ate the Thai food, and the movie ended, and it kind of just like naturally made sense for him to leave at that point in time.
1: I don't know why this matters, but what movie? Are you watching? Uh, <laughs> I guess it's a valid question, and it was actually very helpful. I do appreciate that. Like,
4: I am so bad at picking movies, and like, I could spend like the length of a movie trying to decide on what movie I want to watch. Mm-hmm. So he was very good about just like making a decision on what movie mm. to watch and I appreciated that I was like thank you because it was like literally terrible for me to make a decision on a movie to watch um, but we ended up watching uncut gems
1: oh yeah I just watched yeah. that last night really strange movie really weird and really I really weird the ending
4: and I was like oh, I don't know how I feel about this yeah
1: maybe not the best first date movie probably it's, not uh, uh, <laughs> it's very unnerving and makes me anxious just thinking about it but okay interesting choice Now, throughout the date, what were some of the things that you liked the most about Ryan?
4: I think I like the, his ability to communicate. And I think I said this from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. It's so easy to talk to him. And like, he makes eye contact when he talks to you and he like listens Mm -hmm. and which is not very common nowadays (laughs) for whatever reason, Um, communication can can be difficult um, when, when dating and especially when dating somebody that you just met. Uh, So I I just really appreciate, you know, his ability to communicate and how easy it is um, to talk to him. And he seems very well-educated, well-traveled, which I appreciate in a person a lot. So, um, yeah, that was – those were very positive things for me. Any red flags? Um, Well, I guess when it got really cold – he had brought like an extra jacket and like gloves and a beanie for himself and like i was like, like shivering and he just like continued to like put it on and like, not, like, oh. put and like which he asked me if i like if i was okay and i was like yeah i'm fine cuz i cuz
0: oh never believed pride, that i'm fine but, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's like women so, 101
4: <laughs> yeah so then i was like okay i'm too cold let's go inside but
0: i mean that is what it is um Mm, yeah. So it's kind of a red flag. Yeah, I mean yeah. they are little signs. So I think it's like there's mm. is it a miscommunication and he was oblivious versus like is it a character thing? And I think only mm. time will tell, right? Right. 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 Yeah,
4: cuz I mean it, I probably gave off like the idea that
0: I was totally fine just because of pride I'm like no I'm fine like quote right. can't get to me you know <laughs> but yeah like he so. honestly we might talk to him and he might not even realize that this even happened right which right. is a good right. chance, no probably right? not yeah
4: probably not
0: or at the other hand I'm not saying Ryan but just people in general like it could indicate selfish traits more right
4: Right, right, but it's also like the whole like not to like stereotype females, because it's just like me making fun of myself, but me expecting if I say I'm not cold or I'm not hungry, but then like wanting food or a jacket, mm,
0: like, right, you know, yeah,, right. yeah. it's yeah. also yeah. mind reading, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and besides his looks, what was there anything else that you found really surprising about him after meeting him in person? Um, I definitely think he's older than I thought. Mm. Mm. what made you think that or did you guys talk about it
4: um, we kind of talked about it. he wouldn't tell me his age like he wouldn't tell me his real name or his age um, wait have never
0: told you his real name <laughs> no
4: and I was like wait so like, can I know your real name he's like I don't think we're supposed to tell each other I'm like no I think we can now okay. and he's like well, uh, well, we'll let's see. just stick with like Ryan and whatever I'm like okay and then he started calling me Lucy and I'm like it's Lacey at least it's like you <laughs> get, I get think- my fake, <laughs> fake name right yeah like,
0: get my uh, fake name right uh, <laughs> well be interesting after this if he's willing to be like hey this is who i am because i feel like to actually get a relationship off the the ground he's probably gonna have to be upfront about his i know i was
1: like i'm pretty sure you can but if you want to like continue to be ryan that's fine (laughs) (laughs) but again what was it about him that made you think that he's a little older than you thought
4: um so when talking learning more about like his life and all that just like everything that he's done and Mm. been and all that there's no way that he's done all that being like I don't know what I said, like upper twenties or thirty. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> yeah. right.
0: So, is that like a logic. problem for you, or do you have any?
4: No, I actually—that's actually better. I, oh, I oh. typically date guys in their thirties. Like, I feel like guys my age, like, it just maturity level usually isn't there. Um, what about so. if he was in his late thirties, early forties? How would you feel about that? I think that's totally fine. Like, I've definitely dated guys like ten years older than me, and I, I have no issue with that. Like, ages. Not to just say age is just a number, but it it is in a lot of ways. It depends on the person and, like, how they act at their age.
0: And there's almost something nice that you actually, like, didn't know going into it because you could just Mm -hmm. judge age off of how they were coming across. And I think you said, like, he was really playful and
4: all Mm -hmm. this stuff.
0: So there is something nice about being blind and not having that as a bias either. Yeah, exactly. I guess on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this date? Taking out the circumstance of, like, the actual date, location, and all of that.
4: (laughs) Yeah, minus coronavirus. Um, So I would give it, like, a like a 7.5
0: oh okay it's pretty good okay. <laughs>
4: why a 7.5 um I'm always so bad at doing like the out of 10 because um, <laughs> <laughs> I think of it I still think of it like school like ABC of like 9 to 10 is like an A <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. um so I mean I feel like it was like a it was a good date it was average it didn't like it wasn't the best date I've ever been on it wasn't a bad date by any means so it was pretty like the standard first date with a nice guy.
1: I feel like that's kind of your general consensus about Ryan. It's like it's, <laughs> he's fine, he's good, he's we have good conversation. I don't. Yeah. I guess I'm still not sensing like a strong opinion from you either way. About yeah. Him. He's not blowing you off your yes. feet. Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll get right back to it. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy. Wow. It will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. viahemp.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to Viahemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's Viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Viahemp. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast,
0: Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey.
1: He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe.
2: She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall.
1: And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? (laughs) And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, New is gonna learn something. I didn't expect this welcome to Exit Interview.
0: Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Right. And it, and it takes me a while to like build a strong opinion like that about somebody. I like to have a lot of facts before having an opinion and probably because I'm misjudged without facts <laughs> so, uh, as you learned. So I, I don't know. I am not like blown away. Right. But mm-hmm. that I don't think that means that this can't grow into something because going back to what I, I think I had said in the last interview, I think real relationships, you know, build from the ground up. I think anytime that I've fallen head over heels for a guy, it's never worked out because it's because I created this persona that wasn't real around this Mm. person, you know? So I'm learning about him and the persona I'm, creating is more like factual based and like fantasy based
0: yeah got it well maybe coronavirus outbreak will make things go a little slower so you guys can get all those facts and see how it evolves right
4: yeah it's definitely um
1: an interesting time to uh start something new but yes yes that might have been the last time you could see each other in person for a while
0: <laughs> well, we're excited to hear where this goes. I mean, it might be a check in in a couple, it might be next season when we check in with you guys. Who knows what the timing will look like, but definitely ex- excited to hear where- what happens.
1: Yeah, me too. Thank you, Lacey or Lucy or whoever you want to be. Whoever Lacey whoever Strange. Am. Lacey <laughs> Strange. <laughs> Lucy Strange
0: now? Who knows? I've evolved. It's evolved. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Bye. 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 Yeah, I still can't get a full read. I can't get a full read. I think it's like what we heard last time, too. It's this, I like him, but I'm not like so excited either. And that could be a good thing. Like she pointed out, maybe that's fine, right? It's easing into something.
1: But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she also reminds me of the times that I went on really stellar dates where I really liked the guy, but I didn't want to tell my friends about him yet because I didn't want to jinx it. So that could also be it. Totally.
0: Well, be interesting to hear what he
1: has to say. That's for sure. Yes. Without further ado, here's Ryan. Ryan, we just
2: talked
1: to Lacey. We got the, the deets on your date, but we have to hear your side of the story too, how the date went, all that. We want all the details. Let's first start with, what was the date you guys had planned? Well, how did you come about planning that kind of date?
3: Well, you know, it's a meeting in time of Corona, right? You know, there wasn't a lot to do. Every place is closed. It just so happens that she lives right by the park. And Inside seemed like a great place to do it. The sun was setting around the time that we were gonna connect. So we figured let's roll out a blanket and have a glass of wine and chit chat.
1: So you brought over a blanket and some wine mm-hmm. and you went to the park, what happened? Tell us the moment you got there. Uh,
3: <laughs> actually uh, there was a diversion because her dog oh. just sprinted right out the door. And we spent the first three minutes like chasing down the dog and the <laughs> dog was gone. Oh my know? God. But fortunately Lacey's in tremendous shape and she was able to chase the dog down because I was, I could hardly keep up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've tried chasing
1: my dog before. It's it's hard.
0: Were you able to like form an opinion of her or were you just like distracted by everything that was happening?
3: You know, I was just kind of going along with the flow. Um, <laughs> I think I've already have a positive opinion of her from speaking with her on the phone. I already came in with a with a positive mindset towards her. You know, when the dog runs out like that, it's, that's a lot, but it was okay. It was interesting, you know, session that way I could see like, was she really as good a shape as she says she is?
1: Put it to the test. (laughs) So when she was, she was finally able to acquire the dog and you were able to take a deep breath and take it all in. Tell us what were your first impressions of Lacey?
3: Honestly, she was a lot like I expected her to be. Really? Oh, yeah. tell yeah. us more. Well, remember she had let on that she was tall. And right. she is. Perhaps I thought she'd be a little blonder than she actually was. But I think it was okay. actually the way she had her hair done and she actually was about as blonde as I thought she'd be. Or she has what, I don't know, I guess they call it dirty blonde. I don't, I'm not really a good person to ask about like the <laughs> details of different hair colors. Like I barely see red, blue and green.
1: <laughs> okay, colorblind Ryan. And what else?
3: <laughs> um, well, we sat down and we just, you know, we just kept it the banter going and chit-chatting and we asked each other a bunch of really like interesting questions, seeing who could outdo the other regards to like storytelling.
1: What were these questions?
3: Let me see. I asked her, like, um, what's your most dangerous travel story?
1: Dangerous travel story? Wow. Okay. In a time yeah. of coronavirus, tell us about your most dangerous story
3: um, what's the most memorable thing or what would you want to be most remembered for that you've already done? Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, just stuff like that, you know. So, we kind of went back and forth. And...
1: and were any of her answers memorable for you?
3: Yeah. Actually, um, she played rugby in like a wedding gown oh. and that came a, a internet meme. So, that was, that was pretty interesting. Interesting. So, was she physically your type?
0: What you think? Were you attractive?
3: Um, yeah. She's definitely an attractive girl. Physically my type, I'm, I look at each person in their own like category of beauty. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean like yeah, like people like I have buddies who are specifically looking for that five foot four Asian chick, right? And like that's their type. Mm-hmm. Someone else is looking for a tall blonde, which Lacey happened to be in. That's their type. Someone else is looking for a black girl with a big booty and that's their type. Right? Right. You know And have we're any like, well, you know, all those girls are pretty. I don't know. Do I get along well with them or not? Right.
1: And was there anything surprising about her for you, other than her hair not being as blonde as you thought it would be?
3: <laughs> you, you know, it's always surprising when you get to match a name with a face. You know, mm. like.
1: But what? But what? I what think were some that. Of the
3: specifics? Well, I think that she was a little taller because even though I knew mm. that she was tall from our first conversation, I imagined her smaller. Mm. Right. I imagined someone who's probably mm, five three or something like that.
1: <laughs> Even though Wait. she says she's tall? <laughs> well,
3: no, in the first conversation, right? That was uh, the first okay. impression. So she does boxing. A lot of times girls who do boxing are more interested in self-defense, right? Mm. And a taller girl is more thinking like, oh, well, i maybe not saying it. It's not a case for every example. But she might say, well, boxing's so masculine. I'm already tall. I don't need to do that or I don't want to come off the wrong way, right? So because of things like that, another thing she said, I kind of imagined her as a smaller person. Got and how it. tall is she? 5'10". Five,
0: 5'10". Are you still taller than her? Like, how are you guys compare?
3: Yeah, no, she's fine. I'm taller than she is <laughs> by a comfortable margin, or at least for me.
0: By <laughs> a comfortable margin. For, I mean,
3: for her, she probably she probably looks at me and is like, uh, you know, this guy's a munchkin. You know, I don't know. I mean, her brother's like six seven or something. Oh wow! So,
1: so you two sit down at the park when you're not supposed to, okay? And you're definitely <laughs> wait, wait. I
3: thought people could go to the park,
1: but well, you, you are it. definitely less than six feet apart. Perhaps
3: I would did not <laughs> take my measuring tape with me.
1: Fine. How was the conversation at the picnic in the park with oh, the yeah, bottle no. wine?
3: Everything, flo- everything flowed back and forth. It was really nice.
1: Anything different from your phone calls?
3: No, it was pretty much more of the same.
1: Mm, okay. And then, did you feel chemistry from these conversations?
3: Chemistry. I mean, <laughs> the conversations were, you know, they were they were fun. You know, like I said, Lacey was a lot of fun and she just continued to be. And how would you rate this date overall? Um, wow. I've had a lot of interesting dates. <laughs> this one would definitely definitely be like two thumbs up. Okay. A well, scale to one to 10, what would you say? One to 10. Um, uh, probably about an eight. Okay. What makes it an eight over a 10? Oh, gosh. You know, I get. I think like a 10 is... Once every very rare occasion you meet somebody, you are just completely just blown away by perhaps something magical comes of that. Um, obviously, a one would be some play that you, know, you, you get out of the date early because it's just painful like that. You know, I think in her case, I really had a great time and you know, I definitely would be open to meeting again.
0: So we heard from her that it got cold and you kind of took the date inside to her place. How are you feeling at that stage?
3: Cold. <laughs> It was cold. So now we went in, um, hung out a little bit, chit-chatted, watched a movie, chit-chatted, and then I got out of there. It was a school night.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Okay, back up. That was like two seconds, and we know this date lasted more than two seconds. So you're at the park, (laughs) you're sitting on a blanket, you're drinking a little wine, Mm -hmm. and it gets cold. What is going through your mind at this point? Because what were your... I know what you're going to say, Ryan. You're going to say, I had no expectations going into this date. But what were your expectations going into this date?
3: Look, I expected to meet somebody (laughs) who was totally fun and to have a great time. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, she was as advertised.
1: She was advertised. Okay. (laughs) All right. And then so it gets a little bit cold. And who's the one to suggest to go inside? Uh, She did. Okay. And what did you think was going to happen indoors?
3: Oh, just probably just talk and drink and see her place. She has a roommate, get a chance to like wrestle with the dog. So some scratches from that actually.
0: So what actually ended up happening in reality once you got in her place?
3: That's a pretty good fit for what happened. I mean, I have no idea what she said. So
1: (laughs) I'm curious to know when it got cold outside, uh, we were told that you were quite prepared for the cold. You had gloves and a hat and a jacket mm-hmm. and she didn't have much on her. Did you notice that at all?
3: The park is like literally in her backyard. So, you know, for me, I, I understand how cold San Francisco can be if I'm going to spend any time outside or about five o'clock. So I was prepared for that. <laughs> what she chooses to wear, I, I'm not someone who is into telling girls what to wear.
1: But did you notice that she was cold or was she not cold?
3: Um, well, actually, I did ask her when we first sat down, you know, and she said that she was fine. We had just uh, got done running after the dog.
1: So, in your mind, she was fine?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. I checked in. I, you know, I'm not a mind, re- mind reader. Sorry to disappoint. Right. Interesting. Okay. So, you go in the house. And she
0: told us that you guys watched a movie. What made you guys decide to watch a movie? Because I feel like that's like a two-hour commitment, right? Like we're now going to be there for another two hours.
3: You know, I guess I could go home and, you know, watch Netflix. I mean, those are kind of the the decision tree, you know. I think she had ordered uh, Thai food or something. So I was like, great, you know what, might as well go for it. So she ordered food for both of you guys or for herself? Um, For both of us. Who
1: Mm -hmm. paid for this food?
3: I'm not sure how much it came to, but I provided quite a hefty uh, contribution to the total payment.
1: Okay. And the movie ends. What? Well, was there any conversation or any physical touch during
3: the movie? Well, I mean, we were in close proximity. You know, watching the movie, but aha, not six, six feet, feet apart.
1: Got you. And then, was there conversation during a movie? I feel like it's hard to talk to someone during a movie.
3: You know, we spent more time talking. The movie was like a foil for conversation. Got
0: it. Was there anything beyond a little cuddling during the movie? What did that look like? Like,
3: what were? You, can you kind of walk us Actually, through where you were? Actually, the main cuddling was with the dog.
0: Oh, yeah. so the dog. Yeah.
3: The dog was like, I need attention, and I need attention now. So the
0: dog got your attention or her attention or both, both of ours, both of yeah, the attention. Yeah.
1: Yeah. How did how did the dog make you feel?
0: I guess loved.
1: Oh, yeah? Okay. Not a cock block?
0: No. Okay.
1: So did this
0: date end with a kiss at all? Well, what kind of guy do you think I am? <laughs> a guy who's on a podcast about dating. <laughs> <laughs> That's True. What.
3: True. We already know the answers. <laughs> you do? You? <laughs> Well, uh, I, I can't, you know, speak for her. I can just say that, you know, I'm a gentleman, and you know, gentlemen don't talk about things like that. Okay. And how did the date end? No, oh, I think uh, everything ended well. Probably about ten, I just said, you know, it's about that time. It's a school night. Gotta go.
1: And then, what was said during that time?
3: Oh, oh, we talked a lot about the podcast and stuff, especially near the end and wondering like what was going to come of this (laughs) interview. We said we'd probably, you know, find another time to talk and see where it goes.
0: Oh, yeah. We heard from her that you still wanted to go under the pseudonym Ryan and her Lacey slash Lucy. (laughs) Lucy. Of course. So are you going to, after this checkup with us, are you going to reveal to her your real name or what does that look like? Uh, geez, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know what the next steps are. I think the next steps at this point are you guys just doing your thing if you want to or not. That's the next steps. We're out okay. at this point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. How much do you want to see her right now?
3: Um, How much? I guess like the amount you want to see someone after a second date, where it was an eight out of 10. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm just worried that Date two ideas will be pretty limited.
1: You got to get creative here. Mm. Have
0: you guys been in contact, like, on video or on phone? How's mm-hmm. that been going? Oh, good, good.
1: Ryan, I, I need to... I need to hear a little bit more here because you keep talking in generalizations. Like, oh, you know, as good as a first date would go, the conversation flowed like a conversation would. We, <laughs> we saw each You're other You're really good at and quoting people. You're like a little <laughs> quote machine. Listen to we you. We hung out, you know, like normal people would. So was there anything particularly memorable about this date? Did you develop feelings well, for Lacey? Well,
3: I, this is the first time that, you know, this was like an experiment, right? So like this, that was super interesting. Um, I always remember it because of that, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she still has a code name. I have a code name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: of course it is memorable. Well, do you
0: see this going somewhere? Like outside of the experiment, now that the experiment essentially is done and it's just on you guys to
3: continue this, what are your thoughts? Um, it's really too early to tell, but I think that Lacey's great and I look forward to getting to know her better.
1: At any point during the date, did you think, hmm, I really wonder what Rachel's like? Hmm, I really wonder what Taylor would be like?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely curious uh, about them. There, it was a tough choice coming in with the information that I came in with. Right. After three calls, I really thought that all three of them were great people. So were you thinking about the other two on the date or did it not cross your mind? No, 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 no. When I, I, you know, I think that you should be present with whoever you're present with. Yes, I'm sir. not thinking about that other podcast right now.
0: <laughs> what? Your you other love other blind. Your other love you? blind experiment
3: that's happening at the same time.
1: Sheater. So thinking back to your date with Lacey, name three things that you really like about her.
3: She's super fun and positive. You know, she has a really like her. The way she exists is really familiar to me. You know, it's kind of low key. It's not high maintenance. You know, that really resonates. She's from Florida. I have a lot. Of, you know, I'm from Florida, so we definitely mm-hmm. have like that little. You know, Florida man, Florida jokes in common. <laughs> so actually, had some really interesting jokes to tell about. You know, gators and dogs fuckery and all sorts of other crazy shit. Oh, Dog
1: fuckery. Okay. <laughs> we won't be talking about oh, that yeah, on this podcast. Thing, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to ask. How did
3: she make you feel on the date? Like what feelings did you have? Uh, she made me feel really welcome. You know, very personable. Yeah, I think she just, you know, we continue to build rapport.
1: Any red flags?
3: No, no. I think you thought she might be a little younger than she actually is. Did
0: you have any better feel of that on the date? Um,
3: well, let's see. It's my knowledge she's 26. So I I don't know how old she actually is. Yeah, but I guess to some degree we were kind of uh we weren't sure what we were allowed to talk about. <laughs>
1: What, there are no rules here, Ryan. <laughs> well,
3: there were a whole bunch of rules before. Now there are no rules. Like, I can't.
1: Now that you're meeting about.
0: in real life, any this is now yeah. like back into Anything the game. goes. <laughs> yeah. We're
1: just here to facilitate the meet
0: mm, and mm-hmm.
1: greet. But once you meet in the flesh, I mean, we can control any of that. But let's say if you were telling your best friend about your date with Lacey, how would you describe her?
3: I would say that she's a beautiful, tall, athletic girl with a really kind heart, fun smile, and good energy.
0: Ooh. You know what? Yeah. I have just, I guess, a general question. Like, you seem like you're in this very much like, we'll take it as it goes, and I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. Is that how you generally approach relationships? Or do you feel like you're doing that because of either A, the experiment, or B, because you're not sure about her?
3: I'd say that that's typically how, for me at this stage, that's kind of where I'm at. For me, two dates in, I mean, what do I know about a person? Not even two dates in. A little phone conversation and a date in.
1: Any thoughts about what your second date could be?
3: And when? (laughs) Let me see. Six months from now. (laughs) Um, Gosh, maybe an urban hike. Uh, We'll have to see what's What's going on? Like these things are changing. What may really be fun because she is in such good shape. Maybe we'll work out together. I don't know if, I'm, if I can keep up. I'm a little afraid of making a bad impression.
0: Whoa. Okay. That's a good one. I mean, that's allowed on shelter in place and you can definitely be six feet apart if you're running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she'll be way from...
3: She's like <laughs> 100 <laughs> <Yeah>. feet ahead. <away. laughs>
1: right the dog Slowed will be out. in first place and then it's lacy and then ryan yeah, it depends
3: on how far we run if we far run far enough the dog will definitely be in second place
1: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> a
3: short run,
0: dog will be in first place. that's the key to staying yeah. six feet apart on dates we got it now yeah. oh yeah
3: no for a good chunk of the for the first chunk of the whole experience she was like 200 feet away i actually lost track of her. I like she left
0: Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because of any budding romance. Like we talked about date one, you just don't know, right? You don't know where the other person's at. You don't know who else they're talking to, who else you're talking to. But then we also have this like avalanche of coronavirus (laughs) mixed in too. So it's going to be really interesting to see what ends up playing out for this one. Yeah, definitely.
1: If I gave you this scenario right now and said... Let's say we give you an option of meeting up with either Rachel or Taylor and give you their contact information beyond their phone number because we can change their phone number.
3: Oh, so I can stalk them. Oh, under, the sauc- stipula-
1: <laughs> under the stipulation <laughs> that you cannot contact Lacey again.
3: Oh, that, I wouldn't like that. That would be good. I made a choice. And so and I, like it's, it's, I have more information about Lacey now.
1: Right. Look at that. I love it. Look at
0: that. One woman, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Loyal. I love it. After one date, he's like, uh-uh. Mm-mm.
3: Well, <laughs> no I mean, like, if, if I had a bad time with Lacey or something, of course. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't have, like, a bad time or anything. So it's that'd be weird. Right. And since I already have the phone numbers of the other girls, then like this isn't a real this is not a real scenario.
1: <laughs> we could easily change them.
3: Could you? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> They're not I, a I, text them now. I've, I haven't reached out to them since the experiment's over.
1: Oh wow. Okay. I'm trying
3: I'm I'm, I'm trying to keep the pr- experiment pristine. You guys are just already muddying the waters, you know.
0: Okay, hey, on the actual Love is Blind show, you stay with your partner but they let the other people come back later. So this is kind of Mm -hmm. the idea. It's not modeling the experiment. It's actually continuing the experiment.
1: It's real (laughs) life. That's how real life is. It really sounds like you both uh, respect each other. Yeah. And the two of you had a good enough time with each other. To want to see each other again. I mean, that's basically the what we've gathered from both of you. The only red flag, I wouldn't even call this a red flag, that she communicated to us was the fact that it got cold and you put on your jacket and your hat and your gloves and didn't offer it to her. But she did also say she told you she was fine when she really wasn't.
3: She was really, really cold. Well, I think the, the thing with that is, is that is that we're like 50 feet from her house and this is what she decides to wear and she tells me she's good. I kind of got to go with that, Mm. you know, like unless I want to start mansplaining or something.
0: Right. You know what's so fascinating though is I feel like you both are very slow to proceed. Like you're both very cautionary about this whole thing of like, Mm -hmm. oh, we had one date and it was good. I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to get too excited because it's Mm -hmm. one date. And you're both kind of like treading a little. And Mm -hmm. I think we've we've been having a hard time figuring out from you guys like, how excited you are about the other person both <laughs> of you kind of like literally both of you have the exact same vibe about it like you're like it was really great but you're not like it was awesome like there's not like that excitement in your voice well, yeah, i, I you know? think
3: that you know um there there have definitely been times where i've met somebody and i was really excited and i got ghosted right? right and i thought it was the greatest thing ever and there i'm sure there have been there have been other times where i was like eh You know, I don't even know why I'm talking to this person. And then, oh my God, that was like, you know, one of the greatest romances of my life, you know? And so I think at a certain point in time, you just kind of be like, I don't know what's going to happen. So let me just keep an open mind, you know? And at least that's where I'm at. It seems like maybe that's where she's at too.
0: I totally get why you're both kind of like, I don't want to put all my cards on the table. But then at the same time, if... I don't know. I think sometimes when someone's not like, I really liked you, or I had such a great time with you, like something very, really just putting it out there, things don't get off the ground either. So it's kind of a catch 22 is like, you don't want to go all in because you have this past hurt. You have these past experience, like you just mentioned getting ghosted, but then also like, how
3: do we take a chance and move something to the next level? Well, I also think it's just, you know, there's a lot of encumbrance, right? Uh, with doing too much of any type of movement or connection with someone new right now. The world is a different place than it was a month ago.
0: Yeah, even when we first started this experiment two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Three weeks ago, right? Mm
1: -hmm. I honestly believe you two are very good politicians because you both knew you're going to be coming on this podcast to talk about (laughs) your post date interview and you don't want to say anything that goes either direction. So both of you are staying in the middle lane keeping the door open and seeing where things go but yes as as someone who's listening to this from as a third party i really don't have much of an idea of how excited you two are about each other even though your words are there i don't honestly feel that yet because i think both of you are like "Ooh, i don't want to express too much excitement in case he doesn't say that he's excited about me or in case she doesn't say she's excited about me too.
0: I actually don't think it's that. I don't think it's you guys playing politician. I actually think, because I think we've had a lot of people on the podcast that have outright said that they didn't have a good date. Remember um, Shelby and two blind dates? Like She like mm-hmm. flat okay. out was yes. like, I had a bad date. This is like 90% of dates that I think happen on dating apps today. It's good. Really? It's good, but it's not like exceptional and then life gets in the way and that's when things don't go on to the next level you know i think this is much better
3: than my for me at least than mm. my average dating app experience much better
1: oh interesting yeah. interesting i still think there's a little bit of plain politician in there in there but i also think to your point julie is that for first dates, people don't necessarily open up that much, and they don't yeah. show a level of vulnerability. So therefore, first dates are always hovering around a 5, 6, because it's like, yeah, it's good I know, enough. I don't this was yeah.
3: an 8, right? Like-
1: <laughs> oh, was this an 8? Oh, you said 8? Okay. All right. oh,
3: yeah, remember? Cool, cool, cool. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it might be only like a, a 6 because, you know, to Lacey, it was, you know, a 3 or whatever. So. no. I
0: think you guys were literally the exact same feelings and sentiments on it. And it could just be your personalities, too. Like, that's the other Mm -hmm. factor out there. Mm -hmm. Like we said with podcast guests, we've had some people that are just totally transparent. But we don't know your dating histories fully. Like, both of you just seem a little cautious. That's what I'm getting from both of you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I would venture to believe that this is how you would act with other dates, too, outside of this podcast. And I think... A lot of people Mm -hmm. are just generally cautious because they don't know what the other person is thinking. They don't know how many other people the other person Mm -hmm. is dating. And I think we don't want to put ourselves out there fully Mm because it's too scary. Mm -hmm. So it's better to have an okay date or a date where I could take it or leave it if they call me. Right. Instead of telling your friends like, oh, I'm super excited. And then they ghost, right?
3: Of course. I, I definitely agree with that part about like telling all your friends. I mean, I've definitely been there. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> you know, and uh, that sucks. But, you know, I think there's a there's a gap between telling you all your friends about it being one thing and actually being super excited. Right. You know? And I think that, you know, I would encourage all daters to, you know, go and let it all hang out because <laughs> if that person doesn't like you back, you'll never see them again anyway. You'll put your best foot forward.
1: Yeah, you do the same. Do the same, Ryan.
3: I do. I did. You know, that's how I roll. He's on the podcast, so he's done. I am on the podcast, right?
0: (laughs) I guess the litmus test is when she texts you, how do you feel?
3: You know, I share a little bit of this. She talks a little bit about that, you know. It's... But are you excited? Like, are <laughs> you
1: excited yes. that is to see her? You like, literally I, just I, like, described any I, conversation. Look, I, I am... said a little bit of something. She says something back and I said something back. Know, that is literally
3: how the conversation the goes. You guys into all of no, the details. No, it's not let all that. the details. Let me, let me read the text.
1: I feel,
0: it, no, it's not the text. <laughs> I don't need to know what you guys are texting about. I think it's for me, it's like, I know I'm really into someone when I see their name pop up. And I get that, like, excited feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not about what they're texting me. It's the feeling that they're reaching out.
3: Right. Well, I do feel, it does feel good when I get a text back, right? I'm the guy. So, like, she's not texting me. I'm texting her. Do you want her to be so, texting you more? Um, yeah, I think it's great when people text. I, I think it's silly that girls wait to be contacted so much it's like
1: I don't know I'm like so perplexed by this
3: perplexed by what
1: I'm just so perplexed because I guess I've been da- out of the dating scene for so long this is all coming back to Wait, me and how and long has it been a year and a half wow. it's all coming back to haunt me now because I now remember all those first dates I went on yeah I was good I would see him again and then if I don't see him again, I'm like it's fine if I don't see him again cool yeah we've been chatting about stuff. I guess I rather step away from a date thinking I really want to see this person again or I really don't want to see this person again.
3: Yes, I agree with that.
1: You
0: know what though? I'm generally like That's that. That's why you should let it all hang out. I'm generally like that too, but I think Lacey actually brought up a good point is that she's had those situations and they've they've gone and failed, right? Like they've gotten too hot and heavy and then they just like die. And I think Mm -hmm. what she's saying is she'd rather take it slow and let something develop over time. And she Mm -hmm. saw you as someone that she could enjoy being around. Like she did enjoy being around with you and she could see it developing over time. Like there Mm -hmm. was that baseline attraction. There was that baseline, like, I like him as a person. It just wasn't like fireworks from day one. But her Mm -hmm. point was the ones that have been fireworks from day one haven't worked out. So there is a benefit of taking it slow, too. And I don't honestly, I don't know what the right answer is because I can see both Mm -hmm. ways of it.
3: Yeah, I think uh, that that resonates. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. I mean, I'd love to go into some takeaways of just this entire experiment, the date, everything. Like, I think for me, like, what I'm gathering for you is even though, yeah, we're questioning, like, the excitement a hundred percent, but you're still saying this was a better date than most of your dating app dates. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. felt like you authentically got to know someone a bit more. And I Mm -hmm. think there is a benefit of this kind of taking it slow, not necessarily letting the physical outrun everything else. And building mm-hmm. that connection. Yeah, in this experiment, yeah. we only had you guys talk for three times. In love mm-hmm. is Blind, they did like 10 days straight, nothing else. But mm-hmm. I think that also showed that people could build up rapport. And I think mm-hmm. what was interesting there is some of them physically felt attracted still, but there were some that didn't. So mm-hmm. I think it's good that we actually saw in this that you guys were both like happy with the outcome of the date too, and like the mm-hmm. physical matched or actually even pleasantly surprised in some situations. I guess the takeaway I have overall is let's take it slow. Let's get to know people, especially when Mm -hmm. we're in the world of coronavirus right now. Like let's Mm -hmm. use the time to have more conversations on the phone, do a video call before meeting up. Like even outside of coronavirus, like this stuff is, it's a good way to like build rapport. So so you go to dates feeling like they are a friend, not just a random Mm -hmm.
3: stranger. Yeah, I think it, it reduces a lot of the awkwardness people complain about. So many of the, you know, people I've connected with online, uh, they want to meet right away. But yet yeah, no one wants to feel awkward, everyone wants the conversation to just flow, I'm like, there's no magic here. Like, what are you guys even talking about? You know, like, how is that supposed to happen if you just met them? I've seen, yeah, there are some people that works out with and everything's good, but I've had some great relationships where that wasn't the case too. And later on, you know, after we've been dating for six months, she says, yeah, I remember that first time talking to you was like pulling teeth. I couldn't get anything out of you. <laughs> right? um, so it's just like, you know, I think we need to like put our expectations down a little bit, set aside some of those presumptions, mm-hmm. be present and engage in whatever is there for as long as that lasts. That's a moment of your life. You'll never get back.
1: I, I do think what I learned from this experiment, from the, the design of the experiment in itself, is that it made you and the three women that you talked to all view this as a long-term experiment. What I mean by that is it's more than once. So when they spoke to you on the phone for the first time, they knew that wasn't the last time. Mm. They had two Mm -hmm. other times to do Mm -hmm. it. And I think a lot of times with modern dating is that on your first date, you think it's either this date or we don't see each other again. It's like Mm -hmm. you're putting all your pressure and expectations on that one date. And Mm -hmm. it's nice to spread that out over time. And Mm -hmm. what I've learned from your feedback and Lacey's feedback is that you don't see this as a short-term thing. You are thinking, okay, this we keep doing this. We keep getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. We, I see a few other dates in, in the near future and we're just gonna keep this going. And that's something we don't give each other anymore is that time. And because of coronavirus, what are we getting back is time. So this is the perfect time to give each other more time and to spend that time to get to know each other better. But my challenge to both you and Lacey is to spend that time wisely. I agree with organic conversation and asking these really great questions that are like, "Oh, tell me about your most dangerous trip, which is great. You can learn some, but... What can you do on your next conversation to even push it a little bit more? Where can you open up more? Where can you become more vulnerable or see where she can become more vulnerable? Because what the danger of having too much time right now is that we could just stalemate and just be where we are.
0: Surface mm-hmm. level. You know what? That's really fascinating. Cause I was actually going to say that as something I've been like thinking about since the last conversation we had is I actually thought for sure that you were going to pick Taylor because mm-hmm. the way you spoke, okay. the, it sounded like there was more depth to the conversation. Like you guys talked about past relationships. You've talked about like struggles in your lives. Like it felt like mm-hmm. it was getting more to the core where Lacey, you kept describing as fun. And I actually yeah. sat with this for a little and I think actually it makes sense why you went down the route of fun. Because I think first dates and first interactions should be fun. Like that is where you're looking for like more of a playful connection. And mm-hmm. I also, I, I'm like looking back at my own dating life and the comp, the dates I had that I walked away thinking were, A freaking grand slam like I thought they were like the best dates of my life we like revealed our life stories to each other and then I either like got ghosted or it didn't go anywhere and Mm -hmm. I think the ones that I actually had relationships form like my last boyfriend our first date we just talked about like pranks we pulled on people like we didn't go super deep like we just built up connection and we had that fun and playfulness to it and then that came later And I think like also sometimes, and I'm guilty of this too, it's like we hit a certain age or we hit a point that we really want a serious relationship and you're like, I need to get it all out on the table right away. But you actually had this like reaction that was kind of like, I don't want to hurt Taylor. I don't want to like pursue it in case it doesn't work out because Mm. you kind of had all of that. And I think it's a lesson that dating the initial stages, fun is still the primary goal and the stuff can come out later. But to UA's point, it needs to come out at some point and mm-hmm. deepen. Because if it just stays fun the whole time, then it stays service level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: also, we can't... Sometimes we mistake in deep conversations for connection. Yeah. And that's not always the case. I've had dates where someone's really opened up to me <laughs> and I didn't say much. And they probably thought it was the deepest connection. And I really didn't think so. So we should also redefine what a connection is. Connection can be on the fun side as well. That is also a connection. But on the deeper side, I don't think it's just about saying deep shit. (laughs) Right.
0: And you actually said this too, Ryan. I think like with the Taylor conversation, you were like, yeah, we talked a lot about spirituality, but it wasn't necessarily like a deep connection was informed. It was, we just talked about deeper stuff.
3: Well, you know, I think um, one of my takeaways is that you know, those are first impressions and I think we so often jump jump to the conclusion that this is my interaction and this is how this person is. Right. And I think going back to your point, UA, earlier about this kind of one and done dating mindset, mm-hmm. you know, if we go back to high school, there were so many people that you had repeated interactions with and then over time, you know, that person you thought was for you, you were like, no way. And later on, my some other girl, you were thinking, not that interesting. You know what, that blossoms into something really magical. When I looked at the three girls, you know, I realized like in this amount of time, we resonated in th- these sort of ways. We connected in these sort of ways. Mm-hmm. Each of them is very complex. And given enough time, you know, there'll be exciting things and there'll be deep things mm-hmm. for all of them and fun right. things for all of them, right? But given the amount of time and just that particular interaction, that's how it went. You know, I did not generalize it too much about the person beyond whatever that yeah.
0: interaction was. You know what's so fascinating? I did like this blind speed dating, or not blind. Oh my God, I'm like, love it's blind. <laughs> it's a virtual speed dating for during coronavirus. I tried this last week, and I actually had a few experiences just due to technical glitches where it was me, the guy, and another girl came in. And because it was like the way that um, just the rooms were organized i think actually rachel said this on the call is that you as a woman you don't know how other women date right like you don't know how they're coming off in the perception and what i noticed when this kept happening like a couple times of just like how bubbly and how excited a lot of the women were so (laughs) i'm like it's a really interesting thing like you just said it's you do only get this one snapshot i think um Speed dating is like the ultimate test because you have like three minutes, mm-hmm. right? But you have to, th- and I think uh, Rachel brought this up Is like she was excited to hear how she was perceived. I think actually all the girls brought this up is this experiment wasn't just about going on a date. It was about what is the perception that I'm giving off to because we just don't know
3: as humans, right? Yeah, yeah actually, Rachel did bring that up and we, t- we spoke about that in some detail. At least in Rachel's case, I thought that she was well within the realm of normal and the best version of herself and she shouldn't have any sort of concerns there. You know? mm-hmm. But I, I, I think we all kind of wonder, you know, how is it for someone else or what's everyone else experiencing? Right. You know? um, I think we just have to be careful not to spend too much time on that. And we just need to realize, am, am I in the realm of decency and am I trying to be my best self? right
0: that's a really good point because at the end of the day like whoever is going to be attracted to you is going to like the qualities Mm -hmm. that you bring but i think it's balancing staying true to yourself but also recognizing that a first impression is a first impression yeah that's
1: right the major the this idea comes to mind from this conversation which is i think we need to take time to incubate our connections and our relationships, and I say this because look at all the reality TV shows. Sure, some of them are, they fall in love really fast, but <laughs> it's sort of believable because you are trying to focus on one person for a certain amount of time, and it's its focused attention. Of course, you're going to start developing feelings for them, and in fact, uh, there's a show on Netflix called 100 Humans. I don't know if oh, you've yeah. seen it, but they did an episode on attraction and attractiveness And they showed a series of photos of people and they had you choose who you thought was most attractive. And at the end, who you chose was most attractive was actually the, the picture they showed the most So it wasn't so much just at first glance. It was just the photo that the face that you found most familiar.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And I
1: think this is why FaceTime and this is why spending more than that first date with someone is so important. As long as you have that baseline connection, you feel like you enjoy each other's company, then you've got to just incubate that for a little bit and let us simmer because that passion, chemistry, attraction, that can all come later, but you still just need that baseline first and just give each other more time.
0: And that's exactly what Lacey and Ryan are doing. So (laughs) excited to see what happens for you guys. I think it's going to be really, I think there's something good here for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm excited. I'm I'm sold now. I'm sold. Thanks
0: ladies.
1: Oh, and also before we go, if anybody's listening to this and would also like to participate in a similar experiment, please let us know. We're looking for subjects for our next experiment. We love doing these. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Stay Stay Datable and six feet apart. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at datable Podcast.